Welcome to the playthrough. I'm Dr. J. For those of you who are listening to this on audio only, uh, just know that there's a couple of videos that go along with this and you can see those at theplaythrough.net. Head on over there and see, see the videos and some of our other content that we've got. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about a fun game, one of my favorite games, Terraforming Mars. Uh, for those of you who already know how to play Terraforming Mars, go ahead and click the link above and you can skip straight to our group discussion on the game and see how we feel about it. For those of you who don't, stick around right now and we're going to teach you a little bit about how to play Terraforming Mars. So in Terraforming Mars, players take on the role of giant Earth-based corporations who are trying to make a name for themselves as the premier terraforming company out there. And the way that you do that is by having the highest terraforming rating at the end of the game. If you look here on the player board, there's a number track that goes around the outside. That is the terraforming track, and so you're trying to basically have the highest score on that track at the end of the game. The game ends when three conditions are met. The first, if we look here at the board along the top, there's an oxygen track. When that oxygen track makes it all the way to the top, when all nine of these ocean tiles are played, and when the temperature track makes it all the way to the top, the game ends and we check the score and see who has the highest terraforming rating. So how do you raise your terraforming rating? Well, any time during the game that you raise one of these tracks or place an ocean tile on the board, your terraforming rating is gonna go up. So let's talk about how you terraform Mars. Let's start with the player boards. So as you can see here, each player board is strictly for keeping track of your resources. So we have these different cubes over here that represent our resources. We have copper, which are just ones, silvers, which represent five, and the golds, which represent 10. So the different resources we have are mega credits, steel, titanium, plants, energy, and heat. So, and if you notice at the middle of the board, we have these tracks that correspond to each of the different resources. So the tracks represent your income or how much of those resources you're going to get every round. Uh, and then the cubes inside represent how many you currently have. And so you spend those resources to take different actions on your turn. So let's talk about the different actions you can take on your turn. First and most importantly, probably, the action that you'll be focusing on is playing cards out of your hand. So <clears throat> at the beginning of every round, you're going to get dealt, uh, you're going to get dealt four cards. And you take a look at them and you say, okay, some of these I like, some of them I don't. For every card that you decide to keep and add to your hand, you have to pay three mega credits for. So if I were to look at these and I say, okay, I want to keep these two cards, I'd pay six mega credits for them and add them to my hand, and I would discard the other two. So on my turn, on, on any player's turn, you're allowed to take one or two actions, or you can pass. And everyone just takes turns until everybody has decided they don't want to take any more actions, and they all pass. So if I choose to play a card, I look at the cards in my hand, and I have to pay the cost in order to play them. So let's take a look at these cards here, what the cards have on them. First, every card has a cost in the top left. That's the amount of mega credits you're going to have to pay in order to play the card. Next to that is the requirements that have to be met. In this instance, the max temperature can only be, uh, the max oxygen level can only be 9%. 
If it's above 9%, you can't play the card. In the top right, we have tags which relate to the different cards. And on the bottom, we have an immediate effect. It's important to note that if, with the immediate effects, anything that's got a brown background, that's going to be influencing your production tracks and not your, uh, not your resources themselves. Um, so on your turn, you can either play one or two cards, or you can do other actions. And we'll talk about those other actions in just a second. But first, let's talk about some of the other cards. So we have blue cards, which are a lot like the green cards, except they give you continuous bonuses throughout the game. For instance, here, once per round, as an action, you can play, you can pay three energy to increase the oxygen level. This one, these red cards, they are instant effects that lots of times will raise the tracks and increase uh, your terraforming rating. They're kind of more expensive, uh, but they're, they're really cool one-time event cards. So playing cards is one of the actions that you can take on your turn. I'll talk to you, we're gonna talk now about some of the other actions you can take instead. Uh, so if you look at your player board here, you'll notice that the plants and the heat each have a little box here that says eight. That means as an action, you can pay eight plants to place a greenery tile on the board. And what greenery tiles do is they will increase the oxygen level on Mars, which will in turn increase your terraforming rating and get you a higher score. If you pay eight heat, you just move up the temperature track one, and again, you move up your terraforming rating when you do that. Um, so there's also other tiles in the game that you can place on Mars. There's special tiles and there's city tiles, and those don't raise your terraforming rating, but they do can give you points at the end of the game depending on what they do. Uh, some other actions that you can take on your turn, you can do standard projects, and these are shown on the game board over here. At any time, you can pay however many mega credits you want or for whichever project you want to do. If you want to build a power plant, it's 11, and you increase your energy production. If you want to place a city, it's 25, and you increase your mega credits production. Uh, and then you can also take an action to either fund an award or do a milestone. They're just kind of end game scoring points that uh, we're not going to really go into too much detail right now. And basically, that's how you play Terraforming Mars. Like I said, everybody takes turns either taking actions or passing, and we just keep going in more rounds until, again, the oxygen hits the top, all the ocean tiles have been placed, and the temperature makes it all the way to the top. It's a little bit more complex than just activating some alien device at the core of Mars the way Arnold Schwarzenegger did in Total Recall, uh, but I think it's just as fun as Total Recall was. And plus there's the benefit of not having crazy, weird tumor alien babies growing on people's stomachs. All right, guys, welcome to the discussion portion of the playthrough. I am KT Data, and joining me is the KO King, Dr. J. Always thanks for doing the rules. No problem. And we have Ken Pull over there. How are you doing, my, my friend? Doing good, man. Um, I didn't, I forgot to say during our most wanted um, video, I just want to say thanks for running the camera that time, so I greatly appreciate that. Yep. want to make sure... Uh, you know, you get credit due where credit's due. Yeah, I did a really good job on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are talking today about Terraforming Mars. Um, it is a engine builder game, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I believe it's by Stone... Uh, Stronghold, yeah. games? Stronghold Games. Stronghold it's on the box behind us. Oh, yeah, Stronghold Games. Yeah. Um, and, and Fricks Games. Yeah, and I, uh, do you want to try to say his name? Because I'll screw Jacob it up. Jacob Frixelius? Yep, Jacob yeah, Frixelius. It's a pretty awesome game um, name. 
And yeah. if you if you've heard from our video, spoiler alert, Jared, um, in our how to play. So if you haven't watched that, the link will show up there. He mentioned that this is probably one of your most favorite games, right? Yeah, I don't own it, but we've played it a few times recently and i just fell in love with it yeah this is so much fun this is definitely one of my favorite games um that i didn't think i would like because i am superficial and when i saw the art and stuff on this i'm like this doesn't look yeah you guys are like component snobs and you're like oh the components in this game are terrible they're so bad and i'm like what's wrong with them i mean i really feel like i'm i'm like mixed on the components like some of the art is wonky some of the graphic design i mean the graphic design is super functional um, but it's mostly it's, stock it's photo. Not, well, and it's not stunning or anything, but I love like these cubes, the the gold and the the copper and the silver, and even just the the translucent uh, player color yeah. cubes. I I really really like those. Those honestly, they're probably my favorite yeah. cubes of any game. So, so yeah, I, I would say anything in cube shape, I actually like in this. But those are kind of your yeah. standard well, size. I like, I like cubes I like, are nice for in your tea. Yeah. I don't <laughs> love I don't love the cubes. I don't dislike them, but I always... You just want I them want, to be metal. You I want do. them to be, feel substantial. You just substantial. want them to be mini. <laughs> I want them Pretty to be much. metal so I can throw them at people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think art style-wise, the only thing that distracts me is the art on the cards because it looks like they just went through a stock photo site. That detracts you to the game? The, that dis- detracts from it. Oh, like, detracts like, from it. I actually like the player board design. Uh, I don't like... If functionality is not yeah. Like the artwork on it, like the pictures so like, and everything. Like the comic. Yeah. yeah is one that we show in the play how to play video. It just, it looks like really yeah, not I great. The, I don't mind the art. I feel like it, it provides me with what I want. I don't like the player boards and I really dislike the box. Yeah. The box the, is the literally the inside a box. of the box. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no trench. There's no attempt at an insert at all in the box. Yeah, it and, just comes. And that, that wouldn't annoy me if this was, you know, like a $30 game, $20 game, but this, the MSRP around is 60 to $70, which bugs me a little bit when you compare it to other games in that price range. It comes, you know, with nice trays. Um, like, remember the first time we packed this, my copy up and we put everything in the box, like, oh, the cards but there are is, just going to be everywhere. But there is an upside to that, though, too, because the game has a bunch of expansions oh, that, you that can are available. spend more money. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can get expansions and they'll all fit inside the box. I have so many games where I get an expansion and because of the original insert, I have to end up taking that out and throwing everything in the box anyway. Yeah. So it's but not see, like I, that big of a problem. I actually don't, this is going to sound weird, I don't like adding my expansions to my box because I want my expansion box. Like I want... I, For I, me, it totally depends on the game. Yeah. Something like this... Um, I would probably be just putting everything in the box because I really don't, from what I've seen of the expansions so far, now I know that the uh, the next one that's coming out is like a, a prequel or something that like you build, if I remember correctly, like you build the up the corporation before you start terraforming oh, that Mars. that sounds kind of cool. Um, so that one would maybe be one that I'd want to keep separate, but the others, there's boards and then there's cards, and I don't see why you would play with less than that. Like it doesn't sound like anything that really overcomplicates the game or would take away from the experience. So I, I just be like, yeah, throw them in whatever, you know? And if it's the Venus thing and someone runs into a Venus card in my thing and we're not playing with the Venus map, just disregard it. Yeah. Draw a new card, you know? 
I'll be honest. I don't love this game. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you're, you're yeah. the odd man out, which I'm surprised because this is an engine builder, and one of your favorite things is setting stuff up, finding make, combos, yeah, getting and combos, making those make, combos oh, work. Trigger. Yeah, but you, like it, it was weird. It's it's like when I, it, you kind of looked like what Jared looks like when he plays Euro. Um, you know. Worker most, pla- most uh, Euro wor- games. Worker placement Euros. <laughs> yeah. Jared's like, any other game, you're in you're in the uh, zone, but you just seem like it didn't seem to click that well when you were playing it. I should say I don't dislike it. It's just I don't plan on purchasing it. I'm That's okay when it comes there's to two, the there's, table. We, we have the problem buying the exact same yeah. game. But I'm excited to play with a different group of guys. It's just, I don't know. Some about it just doesn't click with me. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. For one thing, I don't like it. It's called terraforming Mars, and you actually don't have to put cities out, and you can just kind of let everybody else. But I know you, there's some benefits. You, you, you get a got, lot of points. Like yeah. you're not going to get yeah. points if you don't terraform the Mars. Last, but putting the last the, time the greenery out, that I had a total of like one or two tiles out, and uh, all throughout the game, I was way ahead on the score track. And then when we did end game scoring, I'm pretty sure I was like last by a huge margin. <laughs> yeah. Once like like you have to, you really need to terraform Mars. Yeah, yeah. yeah like even if la- you don't have to. Yeah, the last playthrough I went with, I would have beat Jared, but he beat me like on the, in terms of the terraforming landscape game. That's, had, how, that's how he got. The I had like to eight cities yeah. on Mars, which is crazy because other games I've played, I maybe get two, and the next person had like three cities on the map and i was just like throwing cities down i was paying 25 credits to throw cities down all the all over the place and got a bunch of points off the city yeah and you still only beat me by like like 10 10 20 points and that was was because uh, because like i remember doing the score and i looked down like jared's gonna beat me just because he has more tiles out than i do yeah like that that was the difference maker yeah i really i really like the I love the whole terraforming the board thing, and I love the individual corporations. We didn't go over that on the how to play video, but there's 12 different corporations that have their own kind of unique strengths and weaknesses. And every time I've played, I've played with a different one, and mm-hmm. I love that variability. I love looking at your corporation and saying, okay, what are my strengths and how am I going to play to that? And then when we get our cards every round, we do the drafting variant where we draft them. And so that just adds another level of depth to the game that I just really like. And yeah. I also love just the theme of it. Like when I sit here and I play a card and it's like, okay, I am terraforming Ganymede, which is one of Mars's moons. Like, okay, this is going to get me extra terraforming points. Like they nailed the flavor on every single card yeah. and how it works with the mechanics. They just nailed it. I don't know why I don't love it. I can't give you like a, I don't know, something does doesn't grab it's me with because it because there aren't a bunch of like giant monsters. Yeah, there's nothing to KO. There's no miniatures. Like, what, what would you paint? What yeah. There's would no. You paint? There's no devil worshippers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No <laughs> cultists. <laughs> this, this is probably one of the cleanest, like, less graphic games that you play with us. Yeah. No, I, got, I got some other games that we play that are not dark themed or name one. E- evolution. No. <laughs> Root evolution. I got a closet full of them because I play with my family. But not with us. Every time it's like, let's get the others out. Come on, let's go do this. That's Can't wait for hate to come. Yeah, let's go to Champions of Midgard. Play with any of my others. So, and we won't even talk about ancestry. I, yeah, I like <laughs> but I don't know what it is because it's a. Like I said, I don't dislike it. 
I'd probably purchase if it came across as a good deal. But I feel like that the the price point for what I get plus the aftermarket really scares me because I think an insert would be good. That's I about some plastic. So I, you're just worried I, about paying is, full yeah. price for a game that you don't feel like is worth that price and then I think that having you invest a whole bunch I, in like yeah, the little things yeah. that go over the player board, this, upgraded yeah. tokens. Yeah, I think it turns me off a little like, bit. Probably one of the best candidates that I know of for yeah. like, pimp my game. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, I mean there's Ken and there's I the, we've been talking about the different boards and yeah. overlays and holders and things for your for your player board. I really so think that, an overlay so is if you're big. if you're watching yeah. the video if you can see yeah. this, if you're, if everything you just moves. Like <laughs> yeah. you bump the table at all, and you yeah, have if no you, idea. If you have a table kicker, doing. or if you're like me, because I accidentally get the table all the time, yeah. stuff's see, gonna I, move around. I, I've got yeah. the the bouncy leg, and I just have a hard time staying yeah. still for you know three hours to play a game. So yeah, so I, bumps so, happen, and if it's a bad one, like you can really mess up the yeah. game state. So um, so like I, I you know Ken, you and I, we've been talking about the different player boards and stuff so yeah. there, there there's are, a lot of options which yeah. is really cool yeah there are a lot of options but there's five different player boards you got to cover and on average when i looked at it it's going to cost you somewhere between 20 to 30 dollars just to get some kind of overlay yeah. for you're, all the you're looking pieces. at basically five to ten dollars yeah each board which adds up when you've already paid you yeah know, especially when you've that. already paid for the 60 70 dollar game right there even yeah. on sale you just buy those player boards you're already halfway through to the price of what you paid for yeah. the game and then, I mean, there's a ton of cards that uh, get passed around. Yeah, because I want to sleeve shuffled these. between games. Like I, yeah, mine. So I bought mine on like secondhand, and it was already sleeved, which I'm happy yeah. about because I would have definitely sleeved. Yeah, because I think there are about 300 cards. That yeah, so have to that sleeve was yet. the biggest thing that I would say. If you're getting this game, sleeve the deck because this is a fat deck of cards, and if you're not bridge shuffling it, and even if you are. You're going to have a really hard time shuffling these cards without sleeves. Yeah. Sleeves make it way, way easier to shuffle. Um, so that's kind of an issue. And you do end up shuffling the deck some games where you need to reshuffle. Mm -hmm. and, so and I think start that's probably yeah, I, I the think more we've we gone through the deck just about every, yeah, like every I think game so, that I've yeah. played, aside from when I've played solo, which this game plays awesome. Yeah, solo, how, right? how's the solo? Because <laughs> so, I haven't done it before. And how, how is it different between just playing you know, with a group of. So uh, the biggest difference with playing solo is you're on a timer so you've got oh. and i don't remember exactly how many i want to say it's like 14 rounds yeah looking at the board it, is that what it the solo the thing means so, yeah. here so going up the terraforming track with your uh, little sugar cube marker that's your years or whatever generations, <laughs> generations, generations yeah. yeah and so with the regular game, there there isn't a limit. You just kind of go until, go until all of the tracks yeah. have been filled. Or everybody playing with passes the, out. With, <laughs> the, with the solo game, you are going for 14 generations, and you need to hit all of the victory conditions. And then you also score your points, and you can, like, there's, um, I think, a, a BGG forum that people submit their points and see who's, like, the top solo right. terraformer or whatever. Um, I don't know if I've just been lucky or if I've been, you know, playing to win or possibly not playing right, which like, <laughs> don't tell Jared that he's going to be <laughs> like, he's going to go like, you're not following the rules well, the thing. The thing with solo board gaming is, um, if you make a mistake, 
There's no one to question you. <laughs> and, and it's not a video game that's just going to correct it. So, like, I recognize that I'm that there, there's a potential for player error. I haven't felt like it's hard to finish and win the game. Um, it really is more of a... If you if you keep track of your score, try and beat yourself. Uh, try and beat your friends. Try and beat the board game geek forums or right, whatever. Right. You know, um, it seems it seems like the kind of game where they had a really sweet idea to play with four to five people, up to five people, and they they were like, well, let's put a solo variant into the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I would honestly say that um, it's almost like two. It's two very different experiences. Mm-hmm. Like the playing the solo game is very kind of take yeah, your time. Look yeah. at the cards, you know, really think about what you're doing cuz you are on a timer and you know if if you make it if it gets to the 14th generation and you haven't uh put out all what is it nine oceans. Uh-huh. You haven't hit 14% oxygen, you haven't raised the temperature to what is it? Eight, eight yeah, yeah. Eight, eight, degrees. Eight, eight degrees Celsius. Then you lose Celsius. You know? That's a joke. <sighs> it's used everywhere <laughs> else yeah. on yeah. our planet. Why would it not be used somewhere, anyways? You know, uh, when logical it, people set up standards, yeah. that's just it is like there is a timer, you know, it like it, it can play kind of long if you really just kind of sit there and let like roll over every decision. I'm more of an impulse guy, and I go, "Hey, that looks cool. That looks Let's fun. Let's do it." You know, and and I find myself uh, as you're as you're buying cards every round. When I'm playing solo, I'm going, "All right, this one looks cool for um, a potential combo later with something else that I'm holding on to." But these ones are ones that I need to use to to win the game right. because I don't want to lose. You know, because regardless of how many points you get, you. You win or you lose at generation fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I, I want to ask you guys. So compare that to how the normal game ends. So the normal game ends is once you get to fourteen oxygen, long. you get to eight Celsius, and you put all the ocean tiles. Mm-hmm. The I mean I've noticed this that you it's can long. you can extend the game by not doing any of them. It like, feels long enough. Anyway. You, yeah. yeah. If you have a group of people who want to build engines and really get into the engine building and the resource management and all of that, you can have a nearly endless game. Yeah. Cause you I, really I, can. I remember our last playthrough. I didn't want to tell you guys, but I was purposely doing that. Uh, <laughs> no, was- no, it's, it's true because, and I think it has to do with the first couple times you play the game, you start thinking, Oh, well I want to make this game last. So I get my engine going. And so you try to avoid raising those tracks and, and putting the ocean tiles out, but you don't realize just how long it takes to raise both tracks and get all the ocean tiles out. Like yeah. if you are actively trying, you're probably looking at at least an hour and a half game. Yeah. And, and the funny part is I don't know why I was so worried about it because I was playing that Inventrix Corporation, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite corporations to play since it has its special ability that allows you to plus or minus the minimum or maximum requirements for cards. Right. So, so I don't even need it to be like exact. I just need it to be close, but yeah. I was still concerned about like keeping it at the, yeah. te- I, the temperature I feel of the like card. In a way it addresses the biggest problem that most people have with engine building games, which is you, you build the engine, engine, but you don't going get it. and, and as soon as over, your engine yep. is good, the game ends. Um, with this one, that's not necessarily the case. And it's hard to say, I mean, it really is kind of on a case-by-case basis whether or not that's a good thing. There's definitely games where it's like, 
cool, I got to do this, and I got to put together this really cool combo. And there's other games where it's like, you know, if if Kevin would have just played two more oceans, which he clearly had the card, <laughs> we could have finished this game an hour and a half ago. We could have st- taken it down, set it back up again, and played it again. But no, Kevin has to get his engine. <laughs> you know, so well. It, I, I, sometimes I want to know what it feels like to be like Russ. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, it can I, go. It can I go do, both ways, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, and, like, and, and another interesting thing about it is that. Once you've played for a while, you realize there's no player who can hold the game hostage by making it take forever because you've got these out here. You can raise any of the tracks as long as you just pay for it. Anybody can raise it and finish the game if it's almost over. So, and I've actually noticed playing more and more that I like to raise those. I like to do that because it increases my terraforming rating, which Mm -hmm. increases how much income I get every round. And if you're the one doing that, yeah, you you're going to be you ahead. Yeah, kind of yeah. snowball yeah. on it. Yeah. So you can get so ahead. Th- that was the other thing I wanted to ask you about. So in here, there's resource generation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed where, like, I kind of like getting the steel and the, what is this? The, the titanium. titanium. Up because they have equivalents to mega credits that you can use. But I don't think that's the most efficient way because, Jared, you, you seem to always ramp up onto a mega credit generating engine like what do, you, what do you guys think is the best strategy in terms of that do you want to focus on mega credits or do you kind of want to get some it of the other stuff depends on your it totally depends uh, on your corporation, corporation and your play style so yeah. when we played alex uh who's not here right now he played eco eco line eco line they're totally focused on getting plants and putting green retiles yeah. out evolving so, your world yeah if you if you're if you're playing you want some mega credit production but as long as he's throwing greenery tiles down, he's well, going to get ahead on the terraforming track and going to get more money. That anyway. cheesy, too, though. Maybe it's some of the cheesiness of this game. Like, mega credits. Like, I don't know why well, that... Well, it's a space game. They have to yeah. have credits of some sort. I mean, yeah, just mega. Space and they're, credits. they're giant corporations. We can't... It would be obnoxious if it was in trillions of dollars. Like, I'm going to pay $5 trillion for do, this. Do you want us to start calling it Bitcoin? Sure. Because I, I, I... Yeah, <laughs> let's just start calling it Bitcoin instead of mega credits. I'm not... Well, it's the future, Russ. There's not going to be coins Listen. in the future. <laughs> I'm not saying I really dislike this game. I know it's probably coming across that way. And I actually think this game would be a, a lot more popular. I know it gets a lot of love and it's popular out there. But for some reason, for me, timing of this game when it was released seems to coordinate, in my mind, with Scythe. Yeah. And, and I think this was overshadowed. And I'm not getting on the Scythe train because... You know, Doctor J and I are gonna get a lot of hate comments if we, if we coolest it. ships we to collect carrots. We don't. We don't. Yeah, we cool. don't love that game. Cool, coolest ships to collect carrots, right? Yeah, I. And that's a that's an example of one of those engine games that just ends. But um, I think had this game released in a different time frame, I feel like it would get a lot more. Like. For some reason, I coordinate this with Scythe. I don't know if you guys do that, like in your mind. I don't. Not even uh, close. I, I don't know. I personally think that there's just something about it that it just doesn't click with you, and because of that, you focus on every single thing that <laughs> yeah. you don't like, and you go, you know, I think the problem might be the components. I think the problem might be the art. I think the problem might be the box. Oh, and, the box is definitely a huge issue well, like, for me. But I think that. Just overall, you know, not every game is for everyone. Oh, yeah. And I think like, that yeah. that is ultimately what it is. But because of that and the fact that we all really like it and we all want to play it, you kind of 
find a different thing that you don't like every time you play <laughs> or every time you pull it out and look at it and film a video I do about enjoy it. it though it's not like if we if we pull it out to play I'm going to be like oh I hate that game I just might be like let's play something else it's kind of like I, how we are with the others you're like a little apathetic I don't hate the <laughs> others but I'm like I might rather play something else yeah. but and then when we're done it's not like I disliked it it's, I don't it's just I think it might be too dry for you. There's no reason for it. I think it might be too dry for you. Yeah, there's no reason for it. You're very much a a theme guy, and that's why you like miniatures and painting them, and all of that stuff helps emerge. See, and that's so funny because for me, I feel so immersed when I play this game. I feel like I am in control of a giant mega corporation. I think it's that says a lot about you, Jared. I'm worried. You uh, any if you ever get a CEO position, (laughs) I'm gonna be worried. It's really funny because one of the games, (laughs) one of the games that we played, I was like the big evil, powerful corporation, and and. Alex was Ecoline, the dumb little hippie corporation who's all who was all about, you know, it's all about hemp, man. And the whole hemp time, for the whole time, like I would like crash comets or <laughs> meteors into it, and it'd be like to take plants from somebody or destroy someone's plant production. I'm like, I just totally crashed into Alex's, you know, forest that he's been planting there, and now he's losing his plant production or whatever. Yeah. See, I I would definitely say that it's immersive, but I still think it's dry. Uh, I think yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's very fair. immersive well, on the theme, it's, it's but the, it's kind of a dry theme. I mean, well, you are you're making the planet habitable. Yeah. Well, if you think about <laughs> it, you're like I mean, that's yeah, what terraforming yeah. that's is. True. is yeah. That's true. Like, it's, it's not a, demons coming out of yeah, the earth and yeah. the world's you act gonna like end. All I like, <laughs> <laughs> all I like is demons. Because every evil. game you show us, hey, that's check this out. Love the others and anything Cthulhu themed, and you started reading Lovecraft. I know. Like, like, I do like those. Hate is one of your next games coming out. You know. Look at these. Like, Disney code names and Harry Potter on the shelf and ancestry, and then my other shelf, I got a bunch other games i i really i really love the theme but i'm a really big space guy too i know that yeah like, jared and i we it's like when, like when, when, we when hero realms came out you guys were like oh hero realms is the best thing ever and i'm like i have star realms i've had it for years and i've said we should play it and you guys but are like there's not but it's but it's pass. not fantasy no, that, that may be true because there's <laughs> i've spent a large sum of money on hero or on star realms to know that yeah they have individual there, character packs. there yeah. is <laughs> i think there is <laughs> something to the space because i don't love all space games. Yeah. See this this theme really grabs me, and I feel like I feel the theme really heavy you when like I play. Eclipse. It. I do. It's what's wrong awesome. with Eclipse? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Darren and I, anytime we we see the space games, we're like, oh. Every <laughs> every time I'm like, I have one at home that I look at, and I'm like, I've never heard of it before, but I want to try it because it's space themed. That's why I bought Pulsar. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. in space. I'm buying this. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to get hate comments because i do enjoy this game it's just not one that i'm gonna put on my own shelf. it's all a matter of flavor yeah. everyone's yeah. got yeah. their own tastes and they but won't do you like, like the game mechanics. that other people I like kind of, i kind I of do. think that i'm like, on the other side of the coin from from dr j here i the the theme is kind of whatever this game for me absolutely rides on the mechanics yeah yeah mechanics yeah. I mean, are good yeah so like, like the theme and the mechanics absolutely like work really really well together what you're doing if it, it really feels like the board game alley like yeah it's but it feels like you're terraforming mars you know it feels yeah. like you're doing the whole thing you it does feel like you are controlling a corporation and all of that but it's a tight game like it plays really well it's a and, really and well designed game i don't i don't i can't think of another theme that you could 
like slap on, you know. I mean, I mean, there's definitely some games where it's like you can slap anything. I think on this, this is one of the few yeah. games where we that, haven't had like rules question, like specific yeah, interaction questions with cards. I don't know yet. what other theme yeah. you could do, but the theme you is can throw is certainly not in there. If you <laughs> <laughs> terraforming Arly, if you could figure out another another theme that that clicks with the mechanics, I think that I'd be just as much on board with it as I am with this. But it would take. A theme I, that clicks with I, it, and this theme does click. I do perfectly. definitely feel like it was designed around the theme and not around specific I mechanics. Wanna, I want to try some of the expansions. I would love to. I want to yeah. try, I would love to try the Venus expansion and more cards in the deck, I think would just be awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Jared, I, I know we're trying to, you know, get this as a thing too. So, rulebook rating, what would you rate the rulebook as? Well, in my experience, games that I really, really like a lot have really bad rulebooks. <laughs> and this is not an exception. <laughs> It's it's one of the hardest rule books I've ever had to read. And yeah, I'm I'm good at it now. If somebody has a question, I can go to the rule book and I can find it. But that's only because I spent so much time scouring yeah, the rule it's, book. It's written more for, almost like a continuous thought process, right? Where yeah. it, it kind of walks you because I remember I was reading it and I was like, where is this? Like, it should be right here. But like, oh, no, it's like on page two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the back of the book, for example, like all the cards have these different symbols on them. And it says in the back of the book, it's got them all and says what they do, except the tiles like the tiles are at the beginning of the book on the second page where they're talking. They talk about the different tiles in the game and what they do. And so I'm sitting there looking in the back of the book. I'm like, it doesn't say anything about these tiles. And so there are times where I've had a question and I've had to go back to the beginning and read the rule book to find what I'm looking for. And so it's not a well put together rule book there's no index to help guide you yeah, towards specific it topics um it feels like it's not terribly clear on the setup of the game because there's different ways to play the game you can play with basic corporations where everybody's the same yeah and that's kind of more of your learner game right the yeah. first time you play you yeah start, exactly probably should do that exactly but there's but then they mix the basic corporation and the when using the the unique corporations all together in the same setup section instead of having like a separate yeah like an section. advanced setup and a basic it's, setup it's yeah. really it's really hard to figure out but you know once I you found when i because i played solo after we had played as group mm -hmm. when i bring over a game and we're playing it for the first time i open it and i hand you the rule book <laughs> <laughs> i let you read it because you're the rule guy you enjoy doing that and that works that just works for our group that works better than right, anything yeah, because for sure. If I pull out the rule book and I start trying to explain out of it, the first thing you're going to be doing is taking it out of my hands and questioning <laughs> it. Right? So That's the worst thing about playing a game with him. Like, if he hasn't played it with you and you're like, yeah. oh, this is what you do. He's like, give me the rule book. Yeah. <laughs> so, he'll come up with, like, some crazy so interaction I've, that you haven't come up with in, like, three or four games. And he's like, yeah. so, I don't like this. So I've found that, f like, the way that I, when I bring over a new game, I just hand him the rule book. And that works yep. great. So we had played once. And he's good with rule books. I felt like that that first game went really smooth and everything. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm ready to try the solo variant. And I opened up the rule book and I went, all right, so I'm just going to get on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you um, if you want a better detailed rules explanation than than what we did at, in the previous video, the how to play start video, of this, yeah. Um, they have like an official rules thing and it's, I mean, it's like a half hour, 45 minutes. So it's long. almost it's like broken, its own web series. Yeah. It's broken into like, 
I want to say it was like seven videos, but they kind of go topic by topic, which is a lot easier to digest in the way the rule book presents everything. And with that, I watched that and I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's a lot easier to take in than the, uh, the rule book is. And then I kind of was able to reference the rule book when I needed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So before we go, let's kind of just final wrap up. So your final thoughts on terraforming Mars, Russ, you can go last. <laughs> <laughs> I love the game. I think it's great. Um, it's it's probably my favorite uh, engine builder. Definitely my favorite heavy engine builder. Not that I've played a ton of them, but um, it's definitely my favorite on the on the heavier side that I have played. It's really really cool. It also it's had the the kind of surprising effect on me of I'm not a big space guy. It makes me want to try more space games. Things like uh, like Gaia Project, stuff like that. I, I would like to try that, and I think that some of that credit is due to Terraforming Mars. Not that they're you know necessarily particularly similar games, but there are similarities. Um, and it's definitely kind of opened my eyes to both more space-themed games and uh, looking for games that ride on their mechanics, because this game, absolutely, it was the mechanics that hooked me. And I know that... Uh, Star Wars is something that a lot of these other guys are into. I've never been a Star Wars guy. Whenever they bring up a game about Star Wars, I'm like, how Star Wars is it? Like, is this a game? <laughs> like, am I going to get by playing this on the mechanics? You know, is it going to be, is it fun to play if I don't know every character in Star Wars? And if it's, if a game can ride on the mechanics, I'm in. I don't, I, I've, this game kind of taught me to care less about theme, even though the theme works perfectly with the mechanics um, to kind of look at it in that, in that reverse of what I usually do. Cause I'm, I'm also kind of a theme guy. I, mm-hmm. I like going for theme, but yeah, I, I love this game. I think it's great. It's mechanically just solid and the theme works really well with it. Even if you're not into space, I, I think it's a good game for uh, anyone who's looking for a more complex engine builder. Um, I don't know what I could say about it other than what I've already said. I think it's awesome. I love how immersive it makes it feel. I actually feel like I'm in charge of a giant corporation who's there to make a name for itself, you know, terraforming Mars. I love it. I feel like it's a deeper game than what you would normally play with somebody who's new into the hobby. This is for someone who's started into the hobby and now they're looking to go a little bit deeper. I, th- I th- find a lot of similarities between this and Seven Wonders in some ways, especially if you play with the drafting mechanic uh, when you get your cards and you draft them. Uh, it's a lot like Seven Wonders because you've got your resources in front of you. You have to use them to play cards and you're just trying to create, you know, you're trying to create combos on your different cards. So if you really like Seven Wonders for the mechanics and stuff, I would say this is a great next step. Um, I like it also because it feels kind of Euro-y, but there's enough player interaction on the cards and on the board that it's not a straight Euro. You know, I like a I like a game where I can mess around with the other people, where I can mess up their plans, and there's plenty of cards on here, like I was talking about before, crashing the meteor into Alex's trees and taking down his stuff, and I really like the player interaction, and I like how you're vying over the good spots on the board as well. Yep. All right, Russ. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, so I would never uh, discourage people from playing it. I enjoy it. 
I enjoyed enough that I would tell people it's good and this is what's good about it. Uh, it's not going to make it onto my shelf currently simply because of some of the downsides that I see with is the components. Uh, for some reason, it doesn't click. I can't put my finger on it. So I don't want to make it seem like it's maybe it's theme or the, the mechanics are awesome. I agree with everything you guys say, but something just doesn't catch me. And that, that happens with games, yeah, right? Not every so game I, is for everyone. Not every yeah. game is for yeah. everyone. So there's nothing that I would really say is negative about this game other than the box. And then I would feel like I would want to spend too much on the aftermarket for the game, if that makes sense. Because I I would want player boards. I would want upgraded components because it would be nice to have. So that's probably my only downside but if someone was looking for an engine builder i would definitely tell them about this I, game i did want to say too about this game i agree with you that the the quality seems a little lower than its 60 dollars price point i personally me i would have no problem paying 60 dollars for this game because i know that i would play it enough right to get that mm-hmm. to get that money out of it if you if you're not don't really like the game or like for you it doesn't click i would say don't don't spend that money on the game i would I would spend it because I would feel like I'd get my money out of it, regardless of some of the cheaper components. You know, it probably would have done a lot better if it had gone the Kickstarter route. And if oh, they I had, can imagine it, would you know, be been able to sink more money pretty. into it. And I hope at some point they've released a second edition. I, yeah. I want a deluxified and edition. I, yeah, I want I want Ugh. like a second edition, a deluxe edition where they go the Kickstarter route and just make everything amazing. Ugh, I definitely think all this in. has staying power and and will oh it, it kind of fits like. I could see this still getting played five, years later, six yeah. years yeah. From now. Like it's a, it's a very clean game, and I don't feel like you need to go to the rule books a whole bunch when you play it. Once you figure it out, so I mean, there is definitely upside, and for me, it just doesn't click. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Um, so yeah, I love this game, and I'm I've come to accept and look forward to spending lots and lots of money in upgrading this game for cool (laughs) (laughs) but I want to hear from you guys watching if you have suggestions for inserts or component upgrades and stuff leave it in the comments below or shoot us an email the the playthrough at ktdata.net and make sure you guys like and subscribe the video if you like it for more episodes and check out some of our past episodes those ones are good too and we will see you all next time on the playthrough